Hello, and welcome to In Bed With Books, the podcast where we talk about smutty fantasy with each other and with you. My name is Melissa. And I'm Bethany. And where else can you find us, Bethany? You can find us in a few places. On our website, inbedwithbookspod.com, and also on Instagram at inbedwithbookspod. We also have a Discord, which you can follow in the link in our bio. And then if you go to the description box below, check out those links and you can find us anywhere else. And uh, what are we talking about today, Melissa? Um, let's find out. All right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we are back. Yeah. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing well. No, um, I'm tired, but good. <laughs> it's been a good week. Nice. Yeah. I like um, reading a good book. It makes the week better. It does. It does. I don't need like work was honestly like kind of shitty this week, but reading this book made a big difference. Made it better, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my Christmas is not out yet. Oh, that, that was supposed to be on the docket this weekend. So we need to get a tree and things and then I can get my wreath up and all of my ornaments. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Nice. Nice. In our new apartment. Yeah. Got Bunny on my lap. Oh, she won't leave me alone. What did I tell you the other day? I was like, I had to kind of like lock her out because now I can do that now. And I'm like, yeah. close the door. And I'm like, she just won't leave me alone. And Milo's like, you're going to miss that. And I'm like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> She's when never she going to die. She's yeah. going to live forever. Yeah. It's a big if she dies. Yeah. And I'm like, how could you say such a thing? I mean, we talk about her dying all the time. And to the point now where we're like, I mean... I don't think we'll feel it now. So oh, no. just kidding. We It'll will. at least be you'll, you'll have mentally it. prepared for it. Yeah, that's the hope, right? Yeah. How it, otherwise, your week's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, work was just busy. It wasn't so much that it was like a bad week. Yeah, it's just the beginning of the month. So yeah, it's my mommy's birthday today. Oh, nice! Happy birthday, mom! Yes. Um, she doesn't listen to this, but yeah, that's just <laughs> fine. Um, but I have, I have a lot. I've not realized I have lots of friends now that like listen to the podcast, which is always exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of them now being like my sister, because now she's, she, we pulled her into the darkness with us. We, we have, um, my sister, which during the pandemic, cause she does my hair and I go, to see her uh once like once a year I go and get like my hair dyed because it like takes all day mm -hmm. and she has like four kids four small children and um I remember telling her about Akatar because I was reading them at the time and I was just like I couldn't not think about it ever and I was yeah. like telling her about it and I was like you should I was like you should read it and she's like I can't read I have no time <laughs> to read and I'm like yeah and now she read this book twice she did. so she <laughs> So she was recommended to it by um, her friend, our friend, and she and uh, she's like, she messaged me a screenshot of the podcast episode of Shadow and the Ember, 
and was like, I've read it twice. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm now reading from Blood and Ash. Yeah. And um, I've pre-ordered A Light in the Flame or whatever, because this was like a week before it came out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and anyways, she um she got the book, she finished it before I did. Mm Mm-hmm. We had, we saw each other on Thanksgiving and she was like, I want to go. I was like, I have so many theories and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I haven't yeah. even, I'm like, I'm on chapter three. I'm so sorry. I'm such a slow reader. And she was already like reading it on her second read. So I was like, how do you do that? I was like, you're nuts. Insanity. But she was like, what did she say? She was like, oh, I, um, I haven't been, I've been home because they were, were like sick. And she's like, and I've been like ignoring my children or something like that. It's the only way. Anyway. No, yeah. So, um, so it's exciting. And then I have this uh gal at my work who's re- now re- has read yes. it. She, yes. she finished it before me and was like, you need to finish it. That's your homework. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then every time uh, she comes into work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just at this point. And she's like, ah, so it's just been like, that's been fun. It's always fun when you're like a new book release comes out and you have all of these people that are like, you know, also excited about it. Yeah, you're part, you're part of the. What is that called? The like the buzz. Yeah, that's buzz new happening. Yeah, you're part of the big conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of my friends that have read this so far, mm-hmm. but to be fair, I don't know a lot of people that read fiction like this. So, yeah. That's why I do it so hard because I have to do it for me and all of my imaginary friends. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Me. And me. Yeah. Well, it, you. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm trying to like think of anything else just to like do an intro because we've gotten, we've gotten I, into a nice group. I can't think of anything else. No, I think we should get started. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, okay. So first thing, this was my favorite book so far. Mm-hmm. And I know I say that every single time. Like favorite book of like the podcast of the series. Of the series. Okay. Potentially it's like top three for the podcast. Right. And again, we say that all the time. Yeah. But this might have like, this was just so good. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And it gave us exactly what we asked for the last time we read uh, Armin Trout on the podcast. Yeah. Which was anal. Yes. And we will be talking about that later. Yes. Yeah. I just, I love Poppy or sorry, not Poppy. I love Sarah so much. Mm-hmm. I love Nikdos and her relationship. I love, I love the book so much. I know. Well, it had a lot it was of good, so good plot as well. Yes. Yes. Um, and I feel like um, Armin Trout is, I mean, I've only read from blood this and from blood and ash which is the same universe it is her first um high fantasy Mm -hmm. and i do feel like she is good at plot and systems and like sex well like matt i'm like magic and like working out like plot devices in that way yeah yeah. Obviously, yes, she is good at sex. Yeah. But, but also like how it all fits together. 
how it all fits together. And, yeah. and then I was thinking of it too. And I was like, I would, I was like, not getting tired of it, but just like noticing that like, oh, this is like both Poppy and Sarah are learning it mm-hmm. with us. That's kind of like her method of like showing it to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of like, that's kind of her like way of getting the plot, not the plot, but like the world like in yeah. downloaded for us is to, is like the dialogue. And so mm-hmm. I felt like she did a really good job with this one because I felt like the last one yet or the first book. Yes. Like we get like a lot of um, learning a bit more about um, what was it? Uh, the place she's from. Lasania. Yeah. Lasania. Like, and then the Elysium, things like that, like kind of getting introduced to it. But this one really felt like we got like it upgraded. And mm-hmm. now we like really understand the politics of all the gods. We're like yeah. going to different places in Elysium. And like, so I think it like really felt a little bit more like, okay, now we're here. And yeah. we're here to stay. It's okay less about the rot and more about like Colas. Yeah. Which is still technically about the rot. Yes. Oh, it's all about the rot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think part of that, like, Nectus kind of points out because she's like, well, he doesn't even tell me things. And Nectus is like, did you ask? Yeah. Did you ever ask for these things to be explained to you? Yeah. And so it's like a big mood shift for her from book one to this book because in the beginning, that's all it actually had to be was her dealing with the rot. And that's what she had to tell herself, even though she didn't want to kill him. Yeah. Um, and so this time around, she's learning more because she's actively asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knows she wants to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Even though there's complications in the way now, but yeah, I, in terms of cliffhangers, this was not the most stressful for me. Really? And that's, that is a compliment to her because sometimes cliffhangers are so stressful that like, I can't do anything. I can't read anything without thinking about it for like a few days. And this time I have this like strange sense of calm. And I think it has everything to do with those last few lines where she was like, I see the white wolf. He looks kind of silver. It's Ash. And you're like, okay, she's okay, going to be okay. So there's some semblance of hope. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, we know that they survive long enough to have children. Yes. Yes. And we that are, they yeah. are just in stasis in the main series. I think that is one thing that I really like about like a prequel series coming out in tandem with a main series. Mm-hmm. Because like when we find out that Aos died, I knew like we knew immediately that she was about to come back to life because she is the goddess of love in or the primal of love in the main series. Yeah. Um, or like when Reaver was injured, we knew yeah. that she was going to bring him yeah. back. And so like, they're not so much for the shock value as they are to show that like, she is progressing as a person. And I like that. Yeah. Yes. So I like, I like that we have some, like just by, we know that it's going to be okay because they have two children. They are in stasis together. It is okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so that's yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So okay. Real quick. Yes. We both have a few theories, right? I kind of, but you know me, I'm they're not well thought out. They're just thoughts. Same. That's all theory is. 
okay. when it comes to books, I should say. And so that's kind of like where like I'm so glad that she gave us some stuff where it's like obviously Aos is going to be okay because yes. she is she's primal the, of love. Yeah, she's yeah she's in the future. But then there's like certain things around like the prophecy and certain other behaviors that haven't quite been answered to yet. Yeah. And so that's kind of let's let's discuss that. Give me some of yours. I really have a couple. So some is a big word, but yeah. So the only thing I wrote down was because this whole thing about the cardus. The cardus. The cardia, right? Yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know the words until I see them again in italics. I just looked it up a few minutes ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a very romantic, <laughs> a very romantic theory. And you'll you'll probably be like, oh, no, it can't because of this, because you have all of this, like, library in you. But I was like, <laughs> I you. really want, I was like, I really want, want to kind of like this. So the embers that mm -hmm. are in her mm -hmm. are his cardias. I don't know about his cardias, but that is my theory is that either he's going to get the embers back or not to be like also romantic on main with you, but that, okay. So there's this line that Delphi has where he's saying about like the embers, like he believes love is the only thing stronger than the embers. Mm -hmm. And by this point I had already kind of been thinking it, but I'm wondering if how much, he wants to love her and how much he should love her is just going to be enough for him to basically like regrow his cardia. Oh yeah. So like maybe he'll get the embers back and it'll heal him because it's the embers like of life or just because of like universal forces that are technically out of everyone's control, just how much he like, it just like burst through and he's able to love her. Yeah, so that that was kind of the basis of my theory, which was there's this big conversation, at least in the first half of the book, mm -hmm. that he is constantly wanting her to value her life. Mm -hmm. She knows she's going to die. Yep. Life and love, love is life. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. Like they are kind of yeah. almost synonymous with each other is the cardia and um the embers of life and mm -hmm. so some there's going to be some kind of exchange that happens right and i do think yeah that that's what you're kind of referring to as well i just put life equals love and love is living mm -hmm. and which brings me to my next um i don't, don't want to say issue but like it's just not really been made a lot of sense to me Mm -hmm. Which is, what is Nyctus doing if he's Period. not in love? Yeah. I'm just so confused. See, that's, that's why I'm like, okay, I think that's on purpose because I think we're supposed to like, it's supposed to be really jarring. It's like, oh my God, he gave up his ability to love. Right. But I think what we're going to find out is that what they believe the Cardia is actually like doing might not be exactly what it is. Right. So that's why I'm thinking like maybe it is so powerful that he will realize that he loves her. Yeah. Because that's the thing is like without the cardia there, if someone were to be like, I wish that I was able to love you, then they just would. 
So like, because she kind of also has that dilemma or that like mental hitch where she's like, but he cares about everybody. He cares so hard. But he, so like, what is actually, (laughs) what is what's actually gone wrong? Yeah. Between caring about this person and then what he feels for her. Yeah. And so like on a, at, a, at face value, it's just the thing that the fates used, the RA used so they could weaken the primals. Yeah. But like an actual like practical lived experience, what is it doing genuinely? Because it seems an awful lot like he loves her. Exactly. Like, I'm like, what? I was like, what would, if he were, if he had his cardia, cardia, if he had his cardia, what would be different? Yeah. Other than like choosing. <laughs> Literally. No. Yeah. What would be no. different? Because in the middle of battle, he's searching for her. Uh-huh. When it comes down to like her life being threatened, he almost kills Delphi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And he, and he, like when he fucks her, he's like, I've never felt anything like this before. Yes. Yes. Which she had expressed in her thoughts when they were fucking is like, mm-hmm. oh, it, it's different now. This was different yeah. this time. Like, there's got to be something about them being fated for each other that's going to, like, overpower the, like, lack of cardia or something. Yeah. Or or whatever cardia, cardia is, is, like, not what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those are our theories, everybody. Um, I have another one. Yes. It's kind of fucked up. Mm. I think potentially Colas could ascend her. Mm-hmm. because it needs to be a primal that loves you and satori is in there yep and he's realized it he he very clearly accepted that at the last minute satoria is the embers no 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 i'm no. saying that she carried him with her didn't it wasn't that the plot well no satoria and the embers came separately he put both of them athos put both of them in the bloodline okay. separately but yeah so okay i okay so that's the thing is if he if he drains her to take the embers then he's gonna kill her meaning he'll also kill satoria Satoria. yeah so satoria is the like fail safe yes so um confirm for me the plot (laughs) okay (laughs) which was that i just want to make sure that i'm understanding it correctly the plot, the whole scheme was that Colas. Okay. Do I need to get out my whiteboard for the names? Um, maybe not the names, but like I'm, I'm going to approach this backwards. Satoria is inside of her. It has she has Satoria's yeah. soul. Mm-hmm. There's that moment when she kills the Draken. Mm-hmm. And Satoria is smirking. She's like, she can like feel the rage of like Satoria. Yeah. And at that moment, I, there was a part of me that thought that Colas and Satoria were um, in cahoots with this plan. Now, okay. hear me yeah. out. Yeah. At the time, 
And of course we then learn Ates, Ates is like all like part of it. So I thought yeah. all of this like scheme was like partly to like get her to get the embers, whatever. I don't know. So my, so then I learned at the very last scene that Satoria is angry at him and that anger that was projected because I thought the smirk, that's what the smirk meant was like, we've got, we've got them mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, I learned that Satoria is fucking batshit angry at Colas. Yeah. Because she's like, you're going to kill me again. Because mm-hmm. he kills so- her once that's part of the thing is like we don't actually know the truth about what happened between him and satoria right because we've got the myth and then we've got kind of like her musings about what potentially happened Mm -hmm. because she doesn't really connect with satoria the way that she connects with like the embers the first time we feel her as this separate entity is when she kills the draken thad um and I am curious to see what's going to happen with that because he did call her my Elisa mm-hmm. as like after he came back and he like he had his eyes flash blue. And so I'm wondering if he's going to betray Atez or if. OK, I've got theories about that, but yeah, so yeah. so yeah, we don't really fully know what happened between him and Satoria. So maybe they were actually lovers. Right. And it's just been like through time and everything it's been kind of watered down to primal terrifies puny mortal you know right or maybe so like all the time in in greek myth like gods that were rejected by women would lash out so maybe she didn't just run in fear at seeing death but rather was like you're disgusting fuck you yeah and then left yeah and then he killed her because the myth says she jumped from the cliffs, but she said, would you kill me again? Yeah. Which means he fucking did it. Right. Nobody's that angry after they've jumped off a cliff. They're sad at themselves. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she didn't die willingly. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, so what was Colas's plot? He used Ates, Ates to... um to get her to heal Thad. So he knew he knew that she had the embers, embers. and I think he wanted to see that how far along she was with like the calling and stuff. No, I guess or not the, the calling, but like how how powerful they were. He wanted to make sure yeah. that she was like training them, quote unquote. How far along she was with like retraining the embers for doing what they usually do. Mm-hmm. And so like bringing back a draken is actually huge. Mm-hmm. because like we've heard previously is technically they shouldn't be able to bring them back but because she's got the embers of life mm-hmm. it's a whole different ball game yeah so okay and then okay <laughs> it feels it's so fresh that it's almost like kind of a jumble it feels like there's, i feel like mega mind it's such a big book yes and there's so there's not like, like a wasted page like what yeah like when i was um like oh you were earlier you were like oh that scene with anal and i was like oh my favorite scene was like the one where he like don't 
he like makes Dominates her say, I want to be da- dominated. And you were like, that's the same scene. And I'm like, oh, because <laughs> I'm like, they're all like, there's so many scenes. Yes. Not only sex, but also just like so many scenes. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like her, all of her books are like this. I think the first one could arguably be the only, or the From Blood and Ash. And yeah. the first one, even the first one, Shadow and the Ember, could arguably be the most easy to like, for my brain to kind of like carve out like everything that happened in a cohesive There's a lot way. of moving parts with this one. Yeah, there's, she always yeah. has like a lot of moving parts and a lot of characters and a lot of different scenes to accomplish what she wants rather than like mm-hmm. one big scene that you can kind of be like, and then this happened and I don't know, like that's kind of like- Yeah, it's not like a big goes, scene where it's just like drops- yeah it's like they open up to each other over time yeah we kind of get the inklings of oh what did he sacrifice over time which 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 i've said in our our death episode which was her writing that's Mm -hmm. how she accomplishes that is that yeah you get these like little snippets of like him opening up to her him like um her kind of opening up to him but it's not done in like one cohesive like scene. Mm-hmm. And so then it does feel like it happens almost inside out because you're, it's like this implicit like learning of mm-hmm. how they're like growing together, which I really like. It just And it's nice. Like it so feels a little raw, bit. So much more raw. Yeah. And it feels a little bit like natural the way that it happens because- yeah you don't have a revelation about like a big personal thing and then see all the pieces. It's like all the pieces have been piecing together and then you put them together and you're like, holy shit. And then you look at them and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. So it's, it's not that one day she realizes she loves him. And then it goes through all of the, like, she has her own personal issues that she's got to deal with and the big betrayal, which I do want to talk about the big betrayal and all of that, like she realizes that the reason she responded the way that she did was because she loved him. And she couldn't have realized she loved him before that because of the way that she was brought up. She didn't understand what love was. Yes. Yes. It happens. It happens like in this very natural kind of like she, Armin definitely understands like the mental space of her characters. Yeah. And I'm noticing that more and more specifically in this universe, like it's really easy to look across different, like I told you, I've read her one of her first series, which was the like origins and like the Lux series. Mm-hmm. It's about aliens. It's fun. It's romance. Um, and we could compare Katie in that book to Poppy and Sarah here. And obviously they're going to be different because it is entirely different universes she katie in the original in that old older series is from earth she's on earth it is like a different universe they've got it's revealed that they've got aliens and everything but to see two women in the same almost identical situations but to be so vastly different and to have such vastly different mindsets is so it's expertly done yeah 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 i also really liked part of kind of part of that like before the um betrayal which Mm -hmm. was that she really wanted to be she learned that she really wanted to be the concert concert Mm -hmm. and she wanted to like care about these people and um she got really hung up on our people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I liked I liked that a lot. I mean, let's just go through some of the tropes that we've got here. We've got arranged yes. marriage, enemies yes. to lovers, enemies, well, friends to lovers to enemies to friends to lovers. Yes. To soulmates. Yes. Yes. Um, we've got betrayal, cheating, the cheating trope. Yes. Um, which, I mean, asterisk next to that one, but um, God, what else do we have? There were others, there was definitely others that I was picking up and I was like, she puts them together so well mm -hmm. because it didn't even occur to me until partway through that I was like, oh my God, this is like an arranged marriage trope, but it just feels yeah. so like, because they don't start out that way. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like something they both kind of decided. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They still, they knew that they still needed to do it, but they also let themselves have feelings along the way. Yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead. Sorry, it also got me thinking, because we were just talking a second ago about the potential of them being, like, fated for each other, like soulmates, heartmates. So, Atez, Atez, Atez. We've got a pronunciation guide. Let's look real quick and see what where the emphasis is supposed to be. I can't remember the book I, what I was listening to. I think it was Atez. Atez. Atez, yep. Okay, Atez, okay. Atez. Okay. So Atta's, his his betrayal, I that's one of the ones where I'm like, I'm glad that we don't necessarily know what's happened to him between this series and the next. Yes, because, because it I am a inclined, lot of like questions. Yeah, I'm inclined to think that he's not entirely bad. Yeah. Only because he has a couple of times made comments about like remembering Athos. Yeah. Um, But the way that he spoke about like him and Colas. And so it's like, because Colas was there and Colas was talking about how like Athos was always jealous and he was jealous that Mycela loved him instead of like mm -hmm. himself. Um, and then Atez says this comment about like, it makes sense that he would put Satoria's soul in her to protect the embers. Mm -hmm. He would definitely do something snide or whatever like that. And I'm thinking like, we obviously don't necessarily want to believe their portrayal of Athos. Mm-hmm. But it does raise to question beyond just like he could have done anything to ensure that's that Sarah went to Nyctos. So why was it a consort? Because it also like at first when we were first told that she was going to be the consort, it was like, oh, yeah, it's like when a king has a mistress. Yeah. Where it's like she's, you know, she's got a higher status in the court and that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's not really like. She doesn't really hold any power, but through this book, what we learned is that the consort actually has an immense amount of power. Mm -hmm. So why make her consort? Uh, why Nick? Why Nyctos chose her as consort? Why did Athos? Because Athos and his was the one who made the deal with right. her like ancestor, and so why is Athos? Why did Athos set that up? Not just because he could have chosen any other way for them to make her his property so that he would eventually get the embers yeah because it's also like okay so we've got with colas and like the primal of life stuff is that there's chosen and the chosen aren't consorts but they still like go to elysium and they become like members of the court and everything right 
they very easily could have just said make her a chosen of primal of death because he had to have known too that he would have had to have drained her of blood which mm -hmm. means there has to be some reason why like is it just that he didn't anticipate Nikdos taking out his cardia and so right. he assumed he'd be able to ascend her hmm. or is there like some kind of like some fact that we don't know about what Athos was expecting, like what his actual plan was. Yeah. Because it just feels like there's any other way that he could have ensured that Nyctos got the embers from her. Yeah. But making him marry a mortal. Yeah, like, I feel like Athos sees something in her that they don't yet. There's still kind of a missing piece, I feel like. Yeah, and I, I'm wondering if that has to go back to them. Like, I, how does he feel so hard about her if he doesn't have his cardia? Yeah. Yeah. And so I firmly believe that they're heartmates and that he just hasn't been able to feel it yet. Yeah. And so there's got to be something there. Like, that's it's just like a cog is going to click in his place perfectly and it's all going to make sense. Mm -hmm. There's, like, definitely pieces of Athos's plan that is that are missing. And then he's dead, so we can't even, like go to him for answers because he's not like in stasis because when it was like nikdos like oh we just woke him up from stasis for five minutes and got a few facts but athos is gone so yeah. that's not yeah. even an option yeah so yes yes i know there's so many questions yes um, yes but i thought we could like kind of go through some through characters okay how do you feel about that Yes. Just to kind of cover cover any ground. Ios's story. Then we have Beautiful. Yes. Um then we have Ector and Rain and Bella. Am I missing anyone? Scion. Scion. And Rayhar. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I will Cars. I will miss Cars. I will also mention Reaver and Jadis. I love yes sidekicks i love animal like in uh not even animal necessarily but like fantastical sidekicks which yes. reaver really felt like with sarah and mm -hmm. i love that so much because it really brings there is something to be said and we need more of it in fantasy and fantasy romance i think is the disney movie like sidekicks like yeah. i really felt it in crescent city with lahaba Le and yeah. syrinx like there's just something really not in innocent but child the child like essence that like i think we all kind of want to feel it, when there's such high stakes like it's such a good yeah. balance it goes back to like joseph campbell literally like so in part of the hero's journey, he, he talks about like different character tropes that we'll meet. Yeah. And one of them is the like animal sidekick. Mm -hmm. And so like Gurgi is one. Yep. yep. Yeah. Going back to our Christ-like figures. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Like, I think the hobbits technically qualify in certain like in in within the fellowship. Yeah. Yeah um let's see here i mean just name off like a big epic and you'll find one uh, pegasus game of, yeah game, game of thrones, thrones. yeah Oops. we've got the wolves 
and the dragons because they serve like more of a purpose than just the pets like specifically like ghost and nymeria they serve huge purposes yeah um because you can have animals without them being like the sidekick yeah but having like an animal or childish childlike sidekick is a big part of it yeah um yeah i love that so much i think we need more mm -hmm. of that in books like probably didn't really have one no she was really lonely there for a while yeah someone that kind of sees them through like um uh what is it uh, what's his name mushu yes mushu like he's is one. there yes. from the beginning she didn't like find yes him. he found her it's like then. like the jiminy cricket character yes jiminy cricket yeah. um some of Flounder. my fav- some of my favorites are um a sebastian uh, some of my yes. favorites are uh, Miko and I fucking love Miko and uh, the hummingbird. Yes, Flit. Yes, Flit. <laughs> Their dynamic too is just so it's perfect. So good. It's so yes. good. Yes. Um, um, I yeah. actually was watching that the other day while I was working. Uh huh. And I just I love that movie so much. And it's so bad. It's so inaccurate. I know. I know. But <laughs> but it's but such it's a like... good movie. <laughs> like on its own like so much i know but but it's because i love it yeah um but yeah because i think the magical element of that is part partly why like that grandmother willow you've got that like sage figure it's a very classic tale what the version that disney has done is a very classic tale in that way yes um okay so you did get me thinking do we want to talk about the prophecy um you I would like you to talk about the prophecy because I need to understand it better. Okay. I'm, I'm, do you want to do, do you where... want to do a reading? Cause you read better yes, on the podcast I'll read. than I do. I'll read. Let me find it real quick. Um, the, it's at the very end now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, this is where I am my mother and it, I am everyone's mom that comes in in the middle of a show and is like, what's going on? Who's that? That's, yeah. That's how I feel. Oh, I found it. It's all in italics. So, um, um, my the, my favorite like mom thing is always the like you're watching the movie at the same time and they're like, "Who's that?" And a new character who just showed up and you're like, "I don't know." Yeah, I am watching it at the same time as you. And I rem I remembered I remember doing that. Uh, it was like a girl in high school. I had some girls over and we were watching a movie. And um. And I did that. I didn't just oh. walk. I didn't just walk in either. Like I was just like, what's going on? Da, 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 da. And then uh, my friend Winter was like, all the, all pertinent, all pertinent information is contained within the film. <laughs> 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 like she said it, like she didn't say it that roughly, but she was just like, all pertinent information is contained within the film. Like, like a flight attendant, like yeah. you will find the exits. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So, oh, hold on, sorry, real quick. Yes. It's long, but I, I think just go and read through the whole thing. Is it long? So we've got the two paragraphs here, and then on the next page, there's the very end. That's the very end. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so page 610. From the desperation of golden crowns and born of mortal flesh, a great primal power rises as the heir to the lands and the seas to the skies and all the realms, a shadow in the ember, a light in the flame, to become a fire in the flesh. 
When the stars fall from the night, the great mountains crumble into the seas, and old bones raise their swords beside the gods. The false one will be stripped from glory until two born of the same misdeeds, born of the same great and primal power in the mortal realm. A first daughter, with blood full of fire, fated for the once promised king, and the second daughter, with blood full of ash and ice, the other half of the future king. Together they will remake the realms as they usher in the end. And so okay. Be- okay. Sorry. So okay. I, I realized that we it'd be easier if we go because they say uh-huh. that in in the book that the prophecies are given in threes separately. Uh-huh. I think this one so Colas has his opinions on what he thinks. He thinks that uh Sarah is talked about in the final verse. I don't think that's true. I think Sarah is in this verse. She is the great prim- primal power that rises of mortal flesh. Yeah. And then I think that when stars fall from the night, the great mountains crumble. That line is about the war that's going to happen in book three. So we haven't really seen that come to pass yet. Well, and that uh, real quick, that's the diamond mm-hmm. in the mountains. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And especially so like during the big battle, right before she gets taken, uh-huh. she talks about the way that like she can't even see the stars in the sky because of like the primal essence that is like right coming around. Um, so I think it's probably alluding to that as well, the way that like when primals and gods fight, that becomes overpowering. Mm-hmm. So then it says, let's see here. The false one will be stripped from glory, him, obviously, and he agrees with that, until two born of the same misdeeds, born of the same great and primal power in the mortal realm. That's the twins. That is her children, Malik and uh uh-huh. and Malik. Malik. Malik- and- Malik and Malek. No, that the Malik oh. was Castile's yeah, brother. Yeah. Malek is Oh, I know. Brother. There's What's another one. his actual brother's name. Okay. So yeah. The, the one that we yeah. thought was Poppy's. Yes. The one that we thought was Poppy's dad, but was actually not, but the one that was with Isbeth, who was actually in love with Isbeth. Yeah. Because she took No, Malik was the one that we thought was her dad. I don't okay. So yeah, the yeah, twins. Yeah. Yeah, her grand, her 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 father yeah, yeah, and yeah. uncle, um, Poppy's father and uncle. Um, let's see here. Oh, so the, the first daughter guy in the the cat in the cage. Yes, yeah, so the cat in the cage was her dad, and then and the then one that Malik, she, and then Malik. Yes, yes. was okay. it Solus? We got it. Might have been Solus. That sounds okay. right. Yeah. Good nope, job. that's the town. That's the city. God damn it. <laughs> well, I'm like sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay, so the first daughter with blood full of fire faded for the one's promised king. That is Sarah. Okay. The second daughter with blood blood full of ash and ice, the other half of the future king. Together they will remake the realms as they usher in the end. That's Poppy. The other half of the future king, yeah, because of the twins. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. And she is ushering in because she's the... What? um, The bringer of destruction mm-hmm. bringer of death and destruction which is the next line shall yes. i continue yes and so it will begin with the last chosen blood spilled the great conspirator birthed from the flesh and fire of the primals will awaken as the harbinger and the bringer of death and destruction to the lands gifted by the gods beware for the end will come from the west to destroy the east and lay waste to all which lies between so I, I, yeah, I would, I would argue that that's probably the war that we're about to see in the actual main, like blood and ash series. Yeah. In, in um, from blood and ash. 
that yeah. war. Yeah. And so really quick, she did announce the next books. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get the third one from this series before we get the next one in Blood right. and Ash. So the third one from this Just series. Just like Sarah. Gonna... <laughs> yes, yes. So it's going to come out later next year. Okay. Um, And then kind of touching on something real quick before we move on. We get more clarity on what the phrase blood and ash together means. Mm -hmm. And so basically from book one, what she's been telling us is that I would argue that Poppy is going to be the primal of life and death together. Because from like the very beginning Mm -hmm. scene, Holland is like, it's never been done. It can't be done. It's impossible. Right. And so we're all like, obviously it's going to be done. Yeah. But it's not Sarah like they think it is. It's not Nyctos. Yeah. It's it's Poppy. Poppy. Yes. Okay. For the one born of the blood and the ash, the bearer of two crowns, and the bringer of life to mortal god and dragon, a silver beast with blood seeping from its jaws of fire, bathed in the flames of the brightest moon, to ever be burnt, will become one. So yes, he thinks it's her. He tried to, like, give her two crowns to, like, make his, make, like, have control over the prophecy, right? Yeah. But that's what Isbeth is doing now. Right. Because she'll have the crown of Atlantia, Poppy, Will. Mm-hmm. And now that they've taken, they've killed Isbeth, they've defeated her there. She'll have Macedonia. Yeah. So she'll have two crowns. And then she'll be a god. She'll be the primal she'll, life, so then she'll yeah. be the god of elysium as yes well. and so he she he's think he thinks that he's like tricked the prophecy but i don't think he has yeah so what does it say the one born of born of blood and ash the bearer of two crowns and the bringer of life to mortal god and draken so that's why he needed to see that she could bring back a draken yeah i think it's still poppy yeah because that that's one of those things again like with the whole Whenever they tell us it can't be done, we know it's about to be done. There's and one so it's more with part. Poppy. Yes, yeah. go ahead. There's one more part in the next page. And the great powers will stumble and fall, some all at once, and they will fall through the fires into a void of nothing. Those left standing will tremble as they kneel, will weaken as they become small, as they become forgotten. For finally, the primal rises, the giver of blood and the bringer of bone, the primal of blood and ash. I think it's Poppy. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just makes sense. Yeah. Especially because like Colas and and company in this series are thinking so much smaller. They're thinking in their own timeline. Whereas we know that it's actually about to get bigger because they're going to have kids and everything. So, um, so they talk about the silver beast Mm -hmm. will become one. Nyctos is the primal of death, Ash. Mm-hmm. And Sarah is blood. I, I think know. so. Um, which is because that's blood. Life is yeah. And here's another thing. I think okay, you know how we've been like Poppy is going to be able to turn into a fucking dragon. So the line right here where it says a silver beast with blood seeping from its jaws of fire bathed in the flames of the brightest moon to ever be birthed will come will become one Mm -hmm. and so like 
there's this one line when she is having her breakdown after she walks in on him and Vessus, mm-hmm. where she talks about like feeling her throat get scaly. I do so, remember that. Yes. And so I was like, it's in Poppy's blood. I think she's going to be able to turn into, she is the dragon in this, the one uh, with blood seeping from there its jaws a, of fire. There is, it is interesting because she, they, Nectis, she has the, the conversation with Nectis about his origin and he was the first. And so there is this interesting thing because then he's very fatherly towards Jadis and Reaver. And obviously there's other Draken. So other Draken have been able to be made. Like Nectis isn't the father of all Draken, but he is the father mm-hmm. of a lot. And so you know that Draken can be made. Mm-hmm. And there's a strong emphasis on Draken on this book. Yes. And there's also, um, correct me, or tell me when it was that she was, there was a a female Draken that had yeah, like or- scales. Orphine? Yes, Orphine. Yeah. And she was like noticing the scales on her skin and stuff. So I'm wondering if something's mm-hmm. going to, like, there's just a lot of like knowledge we're getting about yes. Draken that I think is setting us up for something. And I wonder to like, is it because Poppy is going to be the primal of life and death? Like, Drakens have blood and ash. Right. They are like two, two type, whatever the phrase is. I don't want to say two spirit. It's not two spirit, but that's what came to mind. But um, is it the fact that she's going to have both embers that will let her become a Draken? Or is it because she is going to be able to transform into a dragon that will allow her to hold both of the embers, you know? Right. Because they even fear how powerful the dragons are. Yeah. So. And that was a big, that was a big part of Colas's plan was to make all of the beings like under him and have power yep. over them. I do think too that, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, that's what I was going to say is the embers, they, they make a big, you can tell when a plot device is like a red herring sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, which is, oh, we need to give the embers back to Nyctos. I don't think that's going to happen. No, it's not. She's going to be. That's why I think gonna he's going to send her. Yeah. Yeah. And well, because I keep trying to remember, I think this is the problem with like me not taking ample notes when I should be. Because I'm like, is Nyctos the god of life or death, the primal of life or death in from Blood and Ash? He's the he's still just the primal of death and common men, right? I think so. Yeah, so I don't think he is gonna get the embers. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. didn't pay attention, did we? I, I she might have left it ambiguous. I feel like we were uh, no, I don't think she did. But no. I think it's like it's it's I think it's just there's so much book. So, there's, so, like there's so many things to like keep track of that you don't keep yeah. track of those that things. is why fun fact she is releasing like a reference yes uh book kind of thing like a resource book next year as well that i will definitely be buying nice so yes yeah. um 
So yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Are we ready for um is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into the sex? The betrayal. Yes. So, okay. Before I'll start. So I yeah. do think yeah. that the basis, I do think I did not believe it. I knew yeah. that there was more to it. Yeah. And so it it's so then it's hard because then you're like, I don't really want to get upset with her. And then I don't really like believe oh. her when she gets upset. Cause I'm just Wait. kind of like Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm just like obviously there's more to it than that. Like you can't mm-hmm. just like all of a sudden drop everything you ever thought Nyctos was or has said to you or done to you then to like, just be like, Oh, well maybe it's, maybe you just need to have a conversation with him. Like it's one of those, like almost miscommunication I, tropes. Like I I'm don't just agree kind with of that. Like, really? Really? I, that was one of the times where I was like, it makes sense that he doesn't love. I, I mean, like I knew that there had to be something more, but I, I firmly believed it. And like, I'm, 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 I don't really care if people are like, oh, you're global. But like, I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, like I yeah. fell for it. I fell for exactly what yeah, you're yeah. trying to say, but like. You were pissed. I, I was pissed. I, it gave me the same feeling that like new moon gave me the first time I read it. Yeah. When he leaves. And I was like, you like, you know, he has to come back. Like, yeah. you know, it has to fix itself. But you're still but it like, was so yeah, it was so like my heart dropped. Really? When it happened. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, because it was be- like exactly what what she says. Where it was like, of all the fucking people, for mm-hmm. this to have happened with, it was Bessus, and that is like, like yeah, of course. Like I get it. He's a king. He's gonna, he's yeah. gonna. Sometimes he has to, and he doesn't. We we know that he doesn't drink from her enough. So obviously, there's gotta be an exchange from somewhere. But the fucking fact that it was her, yeah, like that's what pissed me off so much too. Is like, well, and she's. Like, she's such a schemey bitch that I just, yeah. like, for me, I was like, I, I was like, something else was going on. And like, I, I, I don't believe he was right to like, keep it from her. I don't think he could that, tell. That too. That was kind of That too. Like, yeah. where I was like, even if there is something going on, he didn't tell her and he's not yeah. telling her and he's had ample opportunity to tell her and I'm pissed. Yeah. And, and he knows that she doesn't yeah. like her. He knows yep. that like, yep. Sarah has it problem with Vesis and, and would not like that and so that is yep. that's problematic yes mm-hmm. yeah so I was more pissed at like him I don't think like oh yeah I was furious with him. I just knew that there was something there was some reason he had to do that yeah but there's another book there's another I was like this sounds really familiar and there's like I think it's is it a touch of darkness no it's it's okay no maybe it. because he's got mint there because remember she turns yeah. mint into yeah i was I like this so- sounds like really familiar which is also it's- hades <laughs> yeah yeah um okay so one thing to kind of also like okay so part of the reason that i was like more on like definitely on on sarah's side with all her like frustration and anger about this and i loved her freak out i was yeah, yeah chef's yeah. kiss um so usually when we get the like mistaken kiss in a like a movie or a show or whatever, it's like we have watched the conversation happen leading up to that, and it was like they didn't want it, and the kiss was like forced on them, and it like happened at the worst possible time. And if they'd actually like kept listening or watched for ten right. more seconds, then they would have realized that right. like 
but this time it's like it like it stretches out and we get his hand moving we get her moving more like it's not just this split second of oh my god this happened it's like several moments yeah she's not she's not making a like quick yeah what what even i kept thinking like run get out of there yeah because i didn't want to keep reading it yeah but she just sits there and she just watches it until like Vesa stops drinking from him and pulls away and then like enough time for her to look say something he looks over there like yeah that was it was all just very there it it felt like there was very little to misunderstand other than the very obvious which is what we like know about the way that he's behaved you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there was no snap judgment it was very like (laughs) yeah yeah there was mistaken judgment but there wasn't really like a misunderstanding about what was actually happening yeah which i liked because i do get tight like i i love the like the betrayal trope i hate how much i love it yeah like i like when my heart drops like that yeah it's like a roller coaster yeah (laughs) um but i do not like when it's just the very like okay they obviously just didn't stay long enough to understand what happened in the situation i like that it was like she stayed long enough there was something deeper it was like a little bit harder to to talk about there was like a full yes yeah (laughs) sorry no you're fine oh yeah but i loved i loved uh the interaction she did have with vasus where she just like stabbed her eye (laughs) yes yes that was so nice it um the stakes were lower because it's a primal and so it's like she doesn't have to like deal with this death by stabbing her in the eye which would be gross and traumatizing but she still got to stab her in the eye yeah she's like i still want to inflict pain and i still want to like that she wants the catharsis of like yeah yeah outburst yep yeah and i i love that yep yeah um i think nick dose is my favorite now really yeah do you like him more than castile potentially i'll have to read another castile soon to like fully know yeah um and by soon i mean sometimes in the next like year and a half i anticipate but yeah 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 i think i had um message y'all is like okay <laughs> armin trout has got the ds down yes the dumb yes, she does. down she's really exploring it this is the yeah. first time i've really seen it in like a in like a fleshed out way Mm-hmm. or like a obvious way rather than just like oh this like little instance right here it's like it's actually like a pattern it's a little bit it's more very than, actively so actively so yes it's mm-hmm. like it's not it's not just like oh here's a glimpse of like because yeah. even a touch of darkness had a little bit of it but it's not just not like as, random not, kinky stuff yeah. yeah 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 i really like it same same oh my god same um <gasps> Especially, like, Sarah has that kind of moment. I think, I don't remember if she's thinking or when she, or if she's talking. I think she's talking to him about it Uh because they're kind of, like, bantering in the the underground pool. Yeah. 
which felt like my Sims dream, the number of pools yes. I've built underground in Sims. <laughs> um, but she, he kind of, he's like, do you actually want to be dominated? Like, I don't think you do. Like, you've never done anything. And she's like, yeah, I do. Like, I, I like to not have control. And I was like, she gets it. Yeah. She's like, the, the security of being able to submit to somebody that you trust. Yeah. That is like that. It, that that sums up what it means to be like a sub, yeah. In the like kink community, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so the first. Oh my god! So the first sign I was like, "This is, we're going there." Yep. Was, um, I shared it on stories for everyone. <laughs> because I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just like, when, um, fucking Hector. Okay. Uh, I know. Does he come back? If does he, do we I see him later? Is that one of the ones please? Can... <laughs> yeah. Cause we got Aos back. Yeah, is he the red, redhead one, right? I don't remember. I think Aos is the Rain. redhead one. Rain or Hector. One of them is redheaded too. Okay. It's, um, the doors flew open stopping midway as if invisible servants had caught them before they slammed into the walls. A ripple of icy hot energy tore into the office first, tickling my skin. Daddy Nicknos is not happy, Hector murmured. No, he was not. <laughs> like, and I just... <laughs> I love, because there was a hint of Daddy Nicknos in the last, like... Yeah, she dropped someone, it then, too. Someone hadn't had called him Daddy Nicknos, and I think it was I think Hector, it was Hector right? then, too. Yeah, it was Hector yeah and so hearing it again i was like okay good it's not going it's not going anywhere <laughs> it wasn't just like a one-off like yeah, we it wasn't just like a daddy. like if we know anything about armin trout is that she delivers when she hints something yeah yeah something that other authors have not done which is you'll hint at something and that that's it and you whatever go home and Imagine it's not it. just like a tease it's like it's like she's like she's that's gonna, just if she hates about it we but know like, that she's gonna do jennifer it jennifer is like yeah she's like if she says it it will happen or mm -hmm. something like it she will flesh that out and so i'm so happy about that because so then there's oh my god there's um okay so then there's it's kind of a Kind of a, a shadow of a little bit of Mist and Fury when they go to the Court of Nightmares. And yeah, she's like, you're not going to like this. You're like, you're not going to like this, but I have to <laughs> yeah. do this. And then yeah. she actually enjoys it. And I was there for it. I'm wondering how often that must happen in romance. It's, like, I imagine that's probably something that's really common in, like, mafia romance. Not really have because you read a lot of, okay a little bit that's fair that's fair. probably Same. i've read a couple yeah you have okay yeah um i've read uh i've read a couple and there is this i mean maybe but there is something interesting these scenes uh the mist and fury in this one is that it actually takes quite a lot of setup <laughs> to do it successfully um there has to already be trust. There yeah. has to be already like history. Um, mafia romance doesn't really give you that. 
And so that's fair. There's ten, mafia there's romance, like KU shorter. Yeah, mafia romance. It is a novelty. Like yeah. it's it's like there's this thing that's happening, and you just have to go with it. And there's mm-hmm. not a lot of like good setup or like you don't have like yeah. the trust and all of that. You just kind of are like it's fantasy in that yeah regard. And then yeah. um this one, you're like no, like we have to establish that relationship. We have to like mm-hmm. feel safe. We have to know we have that to this firmly is for a good cause. Yes, we have yeah. to know that we're doing this for a cause and that like our enemies are the same. <laughs> yeah, um, shit like that. So I do feel like these are the only two scenes that I've read and that have done it that well. Another element to the scene that I liked, which is not in Mist and Fury, is that it's in his office at a desk, <laughs> and that is a huge like like Armin Trout, Jen. <laughs> Like it is just like, that is like a very classic, like Dom sub thing that is just like so cutely weaved in. (laughs) She's managed to do it in like a high fantasy. Yes. Like emphasis on fantasy, like a heavy fantasy book. Yeah. We're like, we've had offices before. In fact, we've been to his office before. We've been to other offices before in the universe. Like, okay, that's cool. It's got offices. And this time it was like, oh, I see, I see why we had that in there. It was all for this one moment. It is. And it was set up really well because in the last book, everything was very much about rules and he like, didn't want her to leave. He didn't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And so that, so which we weren't sure about because it wasn't like we were, we didn't really know what was going on in the world yet. And like, yeah. You know, and we were just kind of like, that's kind of weird. Daddy Nyctos, ha ha. This time yeah. it was kind of like, okay, you kind of get to know who he is and what's going on in like the greater greater scale of things. She has like more power. She's understanding where that's coming from. And then he's like, she's like, he still doesn't want her to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And now you understand why. Yeah. And she's like, so can I like not, can I go, can I just stay in your office then? Like if I can go anywhere. And I just love that because it's so bratty. And it's yes. Like, yes. So yes. Good. Like um, it. Okay. So that, that was another thing. Cause it was very, very like in the first book we're like, yeah, we love the rules and daddy Nikdos, but also from a very like plot character standpoint, why are you actually like, yeah. what are you doing? Exactly. But in professional like or not professional but like in affectionate dom manner mm-hmm. he sees where she is and he meets her there yes so instead of saying that she can't go anywhere he's like you just have to have somebody with you yeah and so he he's still ensuring her safety while like meeting her halfway based on her own needs because it's not just like a it's not a i don't like being stuck in my room all day and i'm a brat it's a i don't want to feel imprisoned yes like she had been before and that is far different and he's respecting that need and those boundaries mm-hmm. that she's setting up yeah which is exactly what adam is supposed to do yeah yeah it was good yeah yeah that was a good scene definitely want to read that again what is the one thing that we were both so happy to get this time around I mean, I think you were a bit more happy about it, but I, I was, I was, I was excited that I was excited. Yes. Yeah. I think cause like, it's the anal. Be- it is the anal. Yes. It, it's because <laughs> like between this and Moss, which we've kind of talked about them being these like 
they're kind of they're just so quintessential to this genre now this mm-hmm. fantasy romance genre yeah. specifically like smutty romance yeah. and so the fact that she would do that especially after all of the flack that she got for the joining which yes. we know on this podcast we are pro joining yes pro polyamory I, I love that for her like i love yeah. that she would just be like fuck you this is what i want to put in my book yeah because we want it it's so it's so funny to me that it's like such an issue it's, it is because like what do you what and do you like, expect and like we uh spoke um on the podcast with molly yes which you guys week. will see next week yes well yes that's true yeah i, I was thinking it was they had already listened to it no is that you have fucking rape in game of thrones yes we can't yes. have butt sex <laughs> Like, can't, we can't have threesome and butt sex yeah, but you yeah. guys can have like rape and it's not and even non-consensual like, yeah yeah and like i thought about this later because one of the big issues that i had um or i guess I should say a big issue that i had with like guilt was actually that i had no idea that rape scene was coming in yeah. and generally i don't consider myself to be because like i have friends who will like research things before reading or seeing them to make sure that they know because they can't engage with that yeah and it was so jarring for me as somebody who doesn't consider myself to like be in that boat yeah but it just like i mean we've read about the book and i mean i guess i don't know maybe i could have read further but i also don't want to like victim blame myself for not knowing that it was there like it shouldn't have to be something i have to dig for to see about yeah so yeah so you know what occasionally i want to read about but sex and threesomes and it shouldn't be an issue yeah 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 exactly um so yeah we got it and what was that scene the pool that was the pool scene that was the official start of their like their like ds dynamic which sounds a little familiar doesn't it it does they okay okay speaking of which unrelated more of just a question so the pool that they found to try to find Delphi, I was like, is that the pool? The cave? The cave. Because mm-hmm. it also seems like borders are about to change and certain areas are going to open up. Because I, I feel like they mentioned someplace within Elysium that in, F, in, in Blood and Ash is actually mortal realm now. Right. So I'm curious about that. So sorry, that was just yeah, that's another yeah, thing no, that's that Melissa's interested in. But I was like, are we about to get pool sex? We didn't, but but it but it was a nice like reminder. A nice little throwback. A little throwback, yeah, to like yeah. the cave yeah. scene. And I thought of you in that moment. I was like, oh, she's gonna know. She's gonna know. I got this so excited. Like, yeah. And then it cut to the pool, and I was like, they're in the pool, and but they weren't <laughs> fucking. Yeah. But they were playing, and it was cute. Which yeah, was. is part. I feel like part of that dynamic. It is. I was just about like to say, this is the number one thing. Mm-hmm. It's the aftercare. Everyone yes. needs different aftercare. And what she needed yes. was to go into a swim. They needed to play a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I've read stuff about like the, I guess like the science behind that. Because like so much of kink and like DS dynamic stuff is about like healing other yes. parts of you. And so when you invite that playfulness in afterwards, you're also inviting, like, I would, I have, okay, I should also preface this by saying, like, this is all just conjecture. This is just me 
this is this is your this is uh, just your, thinking about just like, thinking about it from the research that you've gotten you're no like expert but yeah yeah not at all but like connecting that kind of to like healing the inner child yeah because so much like research nowadays and who knows maybe in a hundred years it'll look different but like so much research nowadays talks about how a majority of our trauma that we feel as adults came from being children mm-hmm. and so then it would make sense that like in aftercare engaging in innocent behavior is also essential to that because it's inviting that like inner child to that space in a way and you know? and, and even foreplay i think too is like part of that too because it's the part of like the part of like the uh dynamic and the healing oh yeah like, yeah absolutely yeah, is like because the, you have the to acceptance like of that yeah you have to enter it and then the, like the acceptance of like it's okay you know it's okay for me to be a brand yes. it's okay to yeah, there's this like ritualistic element to these dynamics. And that sounds so like strange, but like, hear me out. So in a very basic anthropological sense, one of the first things we learn in anthropology is like what defines, what is a ritual? Mm-hmm. And a ritual is when you, it'll have three phases, the kind of like intro phase, the liminal space where the ritual happens, and then the after space. And Mm -hmm. I don't remember the exact words for this, Um, but foreplay qualifies as that intro, that that pre-ritual space. And then the liminal space that happens within like the sex, the scene, whatever you're playing out, engaging in. And then the aftercare is post-ritual when you've entered. So like a ritual that we like to think of is like a quinceanera. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the quinceanera itself is the like ritual where you're about to become a woman. It's the liminal space of the party. Yeah. Um, you're engaging with like other women. And so afterwards, the beginning, you are still a young girl. Afterwards, you are a young woman. Yeah. Or like a bat mitzvah or a bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah, both of them. Yeah. Same thing. You enter, you do the ritual, which is yeah. reciting lines. And then afterwards, you are an adult. Even though they're yeah. still 13, but like. Yeah. And like dynamics, kink scenes, DS stuff can follow that same yeah. track. Absolutely, which is yeah. And and what I guess from an anthropological like sense, like doing the, an anthropological reading of our fairy smut. Yes. Um, yes. A per the purpose of a ritual then is is to like initiate you into a new phase. Right. And it can be you as a person or it can be like seasonal rituals because like when we get like the literal change of the seasons you'll do like we used to do yule Mm -hmm. which was we have a feast to celebrate the like uh the harvest to prepare for the cold of the winter uh, that's to come and so it Mm -hmm. is very like ending of one phase beginning of the other and so that's why in the actual ritual phase it's considered liminal because both of those phases the beginning and the after are coexisting it's all and none. Very good. Yeah. I love that. I still got it. You still got it. I don't know. It's been like 10 years. So maybe somebody's going to come out here and be like, Melissa, you need to read like up-to-date anthropological yeah. texts, which I probably <laughs> do. But that was like a very basic, that was kind of established in like the early 1900s, early 20th century. Right. Um, and all yeah. cultures do that. That's just like the structure of how we tend to structure our, our rituals. Yeah. And I feel like I... I would argue that 
kink harbors more of that than non-kink sex Mm -hmm. and that's so like talking about the like essential element of aftercare or of that post-ritual space because you have to what what it officially does is end the liminal space it ends the ritual yeah so if you don't engage in that aftercare because like sometimes earlier on he would leave right after sex or he'd be like i can't do this i'm sorry and then he would just like leave those thankfully also weren't moments of like kink scenes kink engagement but in this one where it was firmly established is when we get that aftercare we get that play afterwards and that was like essential to rounding out that that sequence and she initiated it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um she was the one that was like so i can't go anywhere and she was like pushing his buttons and like Mm -hmm. putting his tits in her face and like that kind of thing her tits in his face i didn't say that her tits in his you said his and hers but that's fine i mean i wouldn't mind having his tits in my face either Mm, me neither (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so yeah that was good but that scene though i listened to it and then i had to read it the one where they um fuck on the table yes i read it and it got me so excited and that was the last note that i took because it was so excited not the last last but for a while because then just a few chapters ahead is when the betrayal happens and i shit you not so i I have the kindle so i was like i had it set so i could see how long for the chapter Uh and then occasionally i would jump ahead to see how long for the book like I would like click the setting to see how long for the book before shortly before that scene it was something like seven and a half hours Mm -hmm. and this was last night and I was like this is fine because I'll I'll read for most of the night an hour later it jumped to four and a half hours because after the betrayal I read so fast because it had me so panicked yeah that I, I I read like two and a half hours worth of the book in about an hour Wow. <laughs> yes. Which I didn't even realize I was doing. Like, I felt like after I came out, I was like blinking. I felt like I was in a haze. Yeah. But it got me to that same place that new moon got me all those years ago. I had that high again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. It felt good. But then there, he goes down on her a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so that's the other thing. Okay, too. The bath sex. We didn't even, I totally forgot about the bath sex. It's like he realizes that she's too scared to use her own bathing chambers. And so he invites her to use his and she falls asleep and he comes in a few minutes later and she's like coming on to him and he gets into the bathtub fully clothed and has her sitting on the ledge and just eats her and then bites her cootie. I don't know what part he bit. So that's, I don't know if he bit her like the like top Labia. or if he bit like in. Major. Like, yeah, not not necessarily like like the like the crotch like part of the crotch i don't need to be directing this in the video like i don't know if it was like part <laughs> of the crotch or if it was just like like was it was it here or was it like here you know are you talking about like the major and minor no 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 i'm talking about where he labia? Bit i know the difference between those cuz like there's the the labia majora oh, the, fupa, the, like, the or the yeah more like did he okay. bite the fupa or did he bite... <laughs> okay We'll go full jargon and then also just full colloquial. So did he yeah. bite the labia majora or did he bite her fupa? Yes. And so 
But yeah, so that that was a part when he bit her crotch. Or the mons mons pubis. It's the the what? The technical term for the fupa is the mons. Oh. Yes. I was like, I don't think my brain heard what you said, but it did. I it, it came to me just now. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So I but that was when they also it, it healed really fast and she was, she's like, yeah. Oh my god, I'm ascending. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I'm yeah, ascending. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh God, so. no, yeah, that was wonderful. And she was like, he's never been with anyone, but he knows how to be with me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And then, okay, but that was also going back to the betrayal. That was yes. why I thought that it was, because she even had that line where she's like, I was so stupid to think that this was his first time. Right. Because even we've had those thoughts where we yeah. talked about that, where it's like, it, he's not, he's not. He can't be. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. doesn't make sense but i guess now i believe him yeah okay then there's oh god it was right after the dominated part the um pool scene on the table and they're like going out they're like leaving to go somewhere yeah <laughs> the plot leaves me <laughs> but they like they go out into the, like the stables and he just like grabs her and fucks her like against a wall or something. Or like like I love okay, I love that just like behind me, like behind. Doesn't have to be yes. like but always. Yes. But like that. And then just like I think he like holds her like front. Like I read that a couple of times. Just like a super- Where is that? I don't, I don't really I don't remember them not, fucking in the It's not like the stables, but it's like it's like kind of almost public. Okay, hold like on. There's I'm trying to so... people around, and she's like, "I have it bookmarked." I'll kind of okay. See if I can find it. Yeah, if you find me, find it. Let me know, and then I will jump there too. Oh, when they fight, there's that part too. Yeah, there was that just before I love that. the table. See, it all blurs. Kind of, kind of. Oh God. This is it. Uh, chapter 26. Um, okay. Left the palace the following morning, heading for the stables. As my mm-hmm. new iron-hued cloak trimmed, da, 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 nibbling, um, nibbling on my lower lip, I glanced up at Nyctos. At some point yesterday, da, 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 um, she's like checking him out. Because um, they, they just like finished. And that was the moment when she was like, that was different sex Mm -hmm. you know um he goes what are you thinking about and she goes stop reading my emotions and he's like i'm not sure it doesn't sound and then he like shadow stepped grasped her arms had her against the wall of the stables the entire front of his body was pressed to mine um then his mouth was on mine so he's behind her Mm -hmm. and has her pressed pulled yep and then it is like kissing her um and then nick just kissed me and he gods he kissed me like his very life depended on it and this was one of those moments there were no there was no checked or banked passion he went for it lips tongue fangs scraping teasing um my knees felt weak you were projecting he whispered um oh yeah <laughs> and then he whispered against my throbbing lips desire smoky and thick if you keep thinking about whatever you have in your mind we'll never make it to the veil 
And she goes, that wouldn't be responsible of us. Absolutely not. He agreed. So behave. So I, I, I thought you meant they like fucked fuck. So I was like, I don't remember them doing that. So I they think don't have they sex. did. No. They pull apart. Okay. Well, <laughs> they might as well have. <laughs> you wanted them so bad that, yeah. But there's like people around. So, Ugh, you know me. I love, I yeah. love a good public sex. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it wasn't sex. <laughs> it was close enough. Yeah. Um, but the carriage definitely was. Oh yeah. The carriage. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Also hearkening back. I love all of these mirroring. I love yes, that. Yes. I thought about you and that too, the, the carriage. I think she was giving the fans that. Yeah. The first time she steps into the carriage, I was like, here we go. We could, we could do it again. Yeah. That was hot. But I also like that she doesn't really give it to us exactly the same way because yeah. like, we, we can never have that same, same height twice. Yeah. And we yes. can't, we don't want to yeah. read the same scene, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The good okay. book. It was, it was the good book. book. It's, it's my favorite of the series of this universe of like the FBA, a universe potentially like top three from the podcast. Yeah. So what are your top, what are the other two tops? Um, Once in Future Witches. Yes. So um i'm thinking just of like fantasy that we've read here so not the like classics but um you did really like crescent city house of earth yeah it's between crescent city and uh darker shade of magic really yeah 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 i remember because like the aesthetic of that book still lingers so aggressively oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah and it's not to say that the others that I that we've read I don't like because I like honestly we haven't read a bad book on the podcast. No. But like those are the ones where I'm like, I could potentially read that again in a year if I wanted. Like if I if we had the time. Yeah. That was one that I wouldn't mind rereading in like a year. Yeah. I would so. I would I don't know if this is gonna be a popular opinion, but I think I liked Shadow and the Ember a little bit more okay. um, as a book to reread. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of plot in this that my brain mm-hmm. was just like, mm. like I felt so anxious about keeping track of things that mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could like really like settle in. Whereas a Shadow yeah. and the Ember, I felt like everything was so new and it was a little bit more, you know, I'm, I'm more kind of like, yeah. Um, I don't know if plot is the right word, but this setting is it the 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 thing that you like, <laughs> which is like the like kind of like the politics and the plot and like what's gonna happen and the legacy and like the theories and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. all of that is it is it isn't that I don't like it and I don't think it serves a purpose, but I'm not as like excited about delving into um Mm -hmm. and so that can kind of slow me down a little bit yeah um like that was a big one for crown of gilded bones there was a lot of it in that that book that Mm -hmm. kind of like slowed me down a little bit um oh the war of two queens that one was really good um i like a lot more like character development type thing which like action yeah and which we did get in this book 
Um, and I think I just need to like reread it. I feel like it's still too really fresh too. Like, it is. Oh, it is. Like maybe I'll like think about this a lot more, but I just like like another thing too is when there is a lot of sex. Cause you think about the last book, and I can count on my fingers the sex scenes, and they on were one all hand. divine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know exactly what happened in them. Whereas this one, I'm like, I think after talking about it now, I'm like, okay, yeah, like there was that one. And then there was that one. There was this one, you know, this is a little bit more. There were way more in this one. Way more. Like there's ones we didn't even talk about. Like about um, partway through, I wish that I'd had the paperback so that I could mark it like I did with uh, King of Battle and Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like have every sex scene because it would have been just as, just as rifled with uh, little red, little red tabs. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, I like dialogue and I think you like action more because a lot of the action in this one happened in the dialogue. I do like dialogue, but, but but I'm talking about like in terms of like remembering things, like you remember more things that actually happened. Right. Whereas I remember more things that are said. Right. Oh yeah. And I think that's, that's where we, we differentiate a little bit in terms of like what sticks out to us. Yeah. So like in a book like this, where a lot more of it happened in like meetings where they're trying to gauge what to do next. And there's like, yeah, kind of like the court intrigue of like the engage, the way that they met like Atez and the way that like things happened with Vesis, the way that things play out happens more in like mm-hmm. person to person interactions than in like fights to the death and shit like that. Oh uh, yeah. Which isn't just like, not that you only like fights to the death, no, but yeah. that like, uh, like they talk for like two thirds of the book about going to Ireland to find Delphi. And, and like I chapter. don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, they, like exactly, I, exactly. I, I but remember, you remember them going to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember them going, and I'm like, but I don't know why when they're doing it. Like it was fucking <laughs> glint all over, guild all over again, where I was just like, okay, she's leaving with Nectus to go somewhere. And yes. this isn't even Ireland. This is like before that. The, the pool yeah yeah the pool and they're like going and i'm like i don't really know why and i'm gonna hope i'm hoping that they're gonna like say it again or like it'll yeah. become it'll become known but like it's i just like i'm so i don't know maybe i'm maybe there's like something off <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i worry about that i'm like i don't know maybe i don't it's just the way we think individually. Yeah. I like to think that I pick up on other things a lot more, but I don't yeah. know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in books like in, in books like this, it's just so much harder to dictate that because so much of the book is within the dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you keep me together. We do it to each other. So. And I do think like, um, like, Akatar specifically is is a better example of like kind of the books that I really grab onto a lot easier because it's um because the plot is very loose. Well, it's also like it is more action driven, so there's like yeah. very tangible events that happen. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. I guess maybe yeah. that's what you were trying to say, which is like when it's more court intrigue and you just have like a bunch of little scenes where people talk and you mm-hmm. kind of have to like pull it all together. It's a lot, it's a lot harder for my brain to kind of build that. But when you have a succinct event that like gives everything that gives the plot 
and characters and things meaning within that succinct event it's a lot more easy easier for me to kind of like um create like create it in my brain of like what's going on whereas like when they're talking about the plans I can see the plans in my head and I'm like I don't know it until it happens (laughs) yeah so like I can see the plan so when they like when they were talking about going to Ireland I was getting annoyed because I didn't know like in the map of their world that I have in my head I wasn't sure where it was right so I had to like piece that together so then like, like in my head it would make sense yeah so yeah so our brains just work slightly differently that yeah. way yeah yeah no it's funny yeah yeah no but that that uh, that, uh, that actually helps me understand myself now of like it kind of has to happen in a context of mm-hmm. an event or something yeah, an event itself yeah um which could be a scene of two people yeah. talking but it has to kind of have that gravity event mm-hmm. right so like the scene when they talk after the coronation and she confesses that she knows what happens yes i remember that's, that because that's like a heavy scene yeah yeah and or the scene where she is um asking to see rain and mm-hmm. it's kind of drawn out and you know something's gonna happen because yep. it's it's a builds it's like a mm-hmm. arc in that scene itself like you know she's not just chatting with someone she knows yeah. she's going to learn something and it's going to be big. And, yep. it, and it was, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when, okay, so the next, thoughts. the next book is coming out ne- late next year. Yep. Final thoughts. According to current dates. Yeah. Before we get uh, the second and the next in From Blood Ash. Yeah. Which makes me think that we have to see this play out before we can see what's actually going to happen next in the yeah. Blood and Ash story. Yeah, that's so. what that's what they're that's what Sarah's doing with Akatar and Crescent City. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last thoughts. Um, it was really good. I fucking love Sarah. Yeah, same. I just love her, and I love that she was like she's able to like talk back to people. Like there mm-hmm. was. Like her, um, I feel like, you know, some authors like really love fun banter and that's just like their thing. Like, I think Lee Lee Bardugo does that really well. She's like really known Mm -hmm. for it, but that's like a really distinct character thing of Sarah, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. I love Sarah so much. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, my, my final thoughts. It. It's just like a, it's like a big yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeppers. <laughs> yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Approved. Approved. Yep. We're excited to see what happens next. Yeah. This, this whole universe that, that Armin Chad has created is just, it's divine. It's beautiful. It is. And it's really building because I was... Like, you know, the the universe that we saw in, like, From Blood and Ash was, like, very, like, the landscape was, like, really mm-hmm. cool. This feels a bit more court, um, mm-hmm. but I like that the world is becoming bigger, and I'm like, oh, no, yeah, she's got this fucking yeah. figured yes. out. She knows exactly what she's doing. Like, at the very beginning, we talked about how 
like we get to see through Poppy without info dumping because she just slowly asks questions and like we get to engage a little bit more every time. But then kind of like stepping out for a second out of like, like if we're in the book, that's what we're experiencing. But then stepping out and just like being a reader who has read every one of these books so far, that is what she has done is like over time, she has just grown this universe to be so much bigger. Yeah. And I just, it's just so well done. It's so perfectly structured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, cool. Yes. The Light and the Flame, the much anticipated book. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I need to, we need time to reread these. <laughs> I know, I know. Because I I'm kind gonna... of felt myself like, oh, I should have like read A Shadow on the Ember first, like. I'm kind of thinking I'm probably just going to end up getting the, the audiobook still and just having it l- like play while I work. Yeah. Because I've read it so I can just like whenever it's an important chapter, I'll just pause my work and listen. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, exactly. Okay. So yeah. next week, what are we reading? That's a good fucking question. Yeah. I think we're reading A Kingdom of the Wicked. No, next week is Molly Tolis. Okay. Next week. Yeah. Yes. Is, yeah, that's why we're not reading anything. We're not reading anything because we have we are having the bibliophile blonde on. Yes. And we we actually recorded it yesterday and it was so much fucking fun. I yeah. think we talked for like four hours. Oh god, yeah. It was it was amazing. So it was. So we're excited. Um she has um written and published and read a lot of fantasy romance. And so yes. we uh pick yes. her brain about that. We talk about favorite characters. Nesta being part of that. Yes, we are pro Nesta. We're pro joining. We are pro Nesta. We are obviously yeah. very controversial on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so controversial. Yeah. Um, we just like good things. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also talk about like TV. She is also yes. a big fan of Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. So yeah. some of the things that we've talked about in the past, we talk about writing, publishing, and then we talk about literally everything else because it turns out that we are all neurodivergent yeah. and we're all just kind of like we go on so many tangents and so we'll try to i'm going to try to skim it down as barely little as possible yeah because there's so much good stuff yeah yeah there is yeah it might yeah. be a long might be a long one but i yeah. i'm i'm fine with that if you're fine with that i'm debating on if we need to, like i haven't really cool, fully looked at it yet but if we need to split it into two weeks because we did like recorded recorded content. I think we have close to like how much how long is it? I don't know. I think it's close to like three hours. Yeah. So I'd be happy to do it as two weeks, though. So. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, join us next week where we have Molly Tolis on. Yeah. Until that and then I think after that we'll we will be reading A Kingdom of the Cursed. Yes. Pretty sure. Okay, until next week, happy reading. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.
which I've described. I'm sorry, do you want to help her? Oh my God. Money. <laughs> She's so old. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Oh my God. Bunny. <laughs> Oh, she's so sad. <laughs> she's so unbrave, poor thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs>